0: organically really like spontaneously it's not just going in there and making a noise
1: folks (laughs) the classic rock files with kelly parker and mike young hi mike oh hi kelly boy i couldn't be more excited at this news the osbournes are kind of returning to television oh boy
0: yeah and they are doing so with a brand new show that involves all but kelly so it's gonna be jack it's gonna be sharon it's gonna be ozzy yeah and you'll never guess well, actually, you will guess because you have all the information. But
1: that's, that's, this is a
0: royal we type of question. Okay, to odds are there. I'm going to guess. For the people out there, you'll never guess what the subject of the show is going to be.
1: Do I give a rhetorical you answer? You can just tell people. It's going to be about the paranormal. See, I don't know if I need to see this. Were you a big fan of any of the shows? First of all, the first show. I
0: think everybody watched the original yeah. Osborne's reality well, show. Laid the groundwork. You know, maybe I didn't watch it all the way through. My parents were huge fans of it. They just loved it. I think anyone who grew up listening to Ozzy, uh, when they were young, seeing him and his family, especially with my parents, you know, having kids of their own, like you can relate to some of the stuff he was going through.
1: I mean, that was a groundbreaking show. It led to, and it can be blamed for, I guess, uh, Gene Simmons' crown jewels and a whole bunch of other things. But ever since then, we've just seen nothing but the Osbournes. Personally, I've had enough of it. However, I do like the paranormal. This one, if you're interested in that kind of stuff and you love the Osbournes, this could be for you. It's called The Osbournes Want to Believe. Eight-episode
0: series, at least the first season, will be. August 2nd, it will debut, and that will be on the Travel Channel in the United States. I'm not sure who will carry that here in Canada. premise of the show is Jack trying to convince Ozzy and Sharon of the authenticity of paranormal activity using video footage of poltergeists, haunted dolls, UFOs, you know, Sasquatches yeah. in the wild, whatever yeah. it happens to be. And I'm excited about this for two reasons. One, because Ozzy reacting to things is hilarious. That is true. I like that. He makes everything seem like it's just the most over the top, exciting thing he's never been a part of before. Yeah. So I like that.
1: And it could be the simplest thing. Like somebody hands him a fork and he looks at it like <gasps> Look at the technology.
0: This is great. Yeah. And the second thing is because uh, Nikki Six was doing some interviews earlier this week, and some host had asked him how Ozzy was, like Nikki Six is the go-to guy for Ozzy Osbourne updates.
1: For some reason. And he
0: said that somebody told him Ozzy wasn't doing well, and a few sites had picked this news up. I think it was just rumors and hearsay, Because, but when we hear 70... 70- plus-year-old Ozzy Osbourne, is not doing well. Obviously, we rush to, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Does he have COVID? Has his Parkinson's got worse? You know, what's happened?
1: With him, it could be anything. Maybe he choked on an ant. uh,
0: The fact that we get this news, that this is happening, and we have no news about any ill health from a legitimate source, is Mm -hmm. great. This show was all filmed, apparently, during the quarantine period, so they have it all in the can already, ready to go. And uh, it'll just be nice to see Ozzy doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, his music is fine when it's all produced live at this point. (laughs) So maybe this is just more low-key better suited to him at this stage of his life
1: he is always entertaining and i like jack jack is like the adult in the room i don't need to hear a lot from sharon but uh, we'll see we'll see if we can get it up here maybe i'll have a look
0: did you see that video that they did with i think it's like a professional gaming team like i think it's phase crew on youtube they have a big youtube channel where they do yeah. funny things and they went to aussie's house and they were playing this game of like you have to put your hand in a box oh that and, was right around christmas yeah, I think. And, yeah and they were like you have to basically touch what's inside the box so they had like a snake in there or something yeah. you know and then they changed it to like a puppy and Ozzy was watching the guys play this game he took his turn and he sat and watched and I have never seen Ozzy in like that high of spirits he was having the time of his oh, life yeah. just well, he's like
1: a four-year-old reacting
0: to this guy being so scared and what's in the box is a puppy and like the guy touches it and jumps back and Ozzy's just on the floor dying
1: that's true you know what I'll watch it if Ozzy's on it I'll write. Of course, we're very excited about this new release from the Cherry Truck Band, which uh, before now did not exist. Any relation to Derek
0: Trucks? Not that I'm aware of. Well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight members of this band, and they are actually two bands Blackstone Cherry, an American act, Monster Truck, a Canadian act, and they got together via a YouTube series that Blackstone Cherry was doing called Cherry Chats.
1: Not to be confused with Took Talk Tuesdays, which is a similar thing that the Took guys have been doing.
0: And obviously, Don Cherry didn't get to this name first, so. No. Cherry Chats began in mid-May as a way to stay connected with their fans and they had Monster Truck on as guests and they decided like on the spot very much like a Kevin Smith podcast on the spot write a movie these guys decided hey why don't we just try and write a song like during a chat and the fans can watch our process going through here and so they did that they streamed sessions for weeks together of the bands working together putting stuff together and now they actually have a finished song and not only is it A pretty good song, it's also being released to to charity.
1: So this wasn't all in one session, this was over a series of weeks.
0: Yes. The original idea came up in that initial Zoom chat that they did and then they said, Hey, let's expand this to we'll do sessions together until we have a song done.
1: So factor that into your judgment of the tune. First of all, very Nickelbacky, and keep in mind, I'm a guy who doesn't understand the hard time that Nickelback gets. I like Nickelback, on record, as saying that very Nickelbacky.
0: Blackstone Cherry is a not necessarily a throwback sound, but they've got that Southern hard rock sound. Yep. Monster Truck definitely a throwback band to the '70s rock style. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the sound you get when you combine those two. You know, it's it's a ready-made for radio rock and roll song. It's called Love Become Law, and I mentioned Charity. Uh, All sales of the single will be divided between the Boys and Girls Club of America, which was chosen by Blackstone Cherry, and the Black Lives Matter Foundation, which was chosen by Monster Truck. So you can purchase that song online if you'd like to uh, contribute. The throwback sound over a, like a monster truck, you know, I think it gets old doing that album after album. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun to come out with and be like, wow, this band really like the Sheepdogs, for example. You yeah. know, they're a fun Canadian band and I they're talented. They're good musicians. The throwback kind of wears off its novelty after your four albums deep. Mm-hmm. I like it in small doses. I enjoy this song. I think it's pretty good, and I, I certainly like the how it was put together, which obviously was much different for these guys because you're writing with a whole band in addition to your own band. How do you get all these ideas in? You probably have to change the way you're writing because you're doing it on Zoom and in front of an audience where in today's day and age, the slightest immature type of humor could get you canceled yeah. because everyone's watching and they're recording this. So sure. I don't know if what their regular songwriting process is like, but if it gets a little rough and gruff when they're behind the scenes, that's all going to be toned down
1: (laughs) for this. So not the ideal situation, but I mean... Fun idea. A a pretty good song came out of it, I think. Not bad at all. Deep Purple, back with a 21st studio album called Whoosh. That's a terrible name for an album. I'll start oh, out. With it's that. Awful. One. it's awful! It's god awful name for it. Well, an- it's
0: just as good as their 2013 album. Now what? Question mark! Exclamation point!
1: Of course, by the time you've had 21 albums, maybe you either don't care about titles anymore. They it's used just have an such incidental. Great album
0: titles, you know, Machine Head yeah, in Rock. Yeah. Burn. Yeah. Stormbringer. Like sure, those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So Whoosh. Now- Not good. Yeah. Now well, what? do we got left? You know here. <laughs> Didn't they have an album called, like, Going Bananas at one point? Like, I don't know. <laughs> one of their more
1: terrible later period albums. But there is a new single on this new album, whoosh, called Nothing At All.
0: Yeah, luckily the quality of this single doesn't match the quality of the album title. Uh, this is the third single they've released from this record so far, following songs called Throw My Bones and Man Alive. This new one, like you said, called Nothing At All. And I really, really like the last album, 2017's Infinite. And I'm li- liking this one a lot, too. Really a classic Deep Purple sound, of course, but brought to us in 2020. It's not like Deep Purple like you remember them, but it totally is Deep Purple, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, very Deep Purple-y. The song is called Nothing At All. Here's what it sounds like. When I hear about the doom and gloom,
0: around the corner and coming soon. I take a sip of mother's room and sit with
1: First of all, you could definitely tell Bob Ezrin's production in there. He's, again, Canadian producer. Of course, Kiss, Pink Floyd, Alice Cooper. He's the guy that produced The Wall, after all. So that you can hear because he's got a certain style, specifically with the rhythm section. I will point out songs called uh, Throw My Bones and Man Alive. And, of course, this one, nothing at all. Any one of those three would have been a great album title.
0: I mean, there's a lot. You look at the list of tracks they've got on this album coming up. There's lots of wonderful choices, all better than
1: whoosh. Go through them, and I'll, uh, I'll give my thumbs up or thumbs down As album titles So we
0: talked about Throw My Bones Nothing at all Man Alive Those have been talked about What about Drop the Weapon Sure Yep We're All the Same in the Dark Too Long No Need to Shout Not Bad Not Bad Step by Step Yep What the What Uh, Lower on the list But still better than Whoosh Yep The Long Way Round Love it The Power of the Moon Eh Remission Possible
1: Okay, sure And The Address Little Mysterious But I'll take that as well Dancing in My Sleep Yep Take that too so all, there you go. All better than, names whoosh. Better than <laughs> whoosh. All of them. Okay. Woosh will be released uh, August seventh, and uh, that single was released today.
0: Remember, Kelly, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge an album by its title.
1: That is the Classic Rock Files, ninety-four three. The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.